Hey guys, and welcome to the Natural Birth Talk. Today we're going to talk about the basics of midwifery care with certified nurse midwife Maggie Petrie. Here's a sneak peek, so stick around. It's amazing the difference of, you know, what people don't even know because they haven't encountered any experiences with midwives. Yeah, um, it's like they don't know what they're missing. Hi, I'm Rachel Manns, owner of The Natural Birth Site and this podcast, The Natural Birth Talk. Here, you'll learn all about different natural aspects of birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. Remember, none of this information should take the place of a care provider and is not medical advice. Birth is not a medical emergency. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Rachel Manns. Today on the Natural Birth Talk, we're talking with certified nurse midwife, Maggie Petrie. I'm going to let her tell you a little about herself. Hi guys. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Um, happy to talk about midwives with you all. So um, I started out as a labor and, de- well, really I started out as a NICU nurse, and then I went on to be a labor and delivery nurse. Um from there, I decided that I, you know, there was so much more to birth and I wanted to help be a part of that. And I wanted to go back to school for midwifery. So I went back and got my master's of science in um, nursing and in midwifery specifically from Frontier Nursing University. And um, then I've had a few different jobs as a nurse midwife. My first job was at Heartland Women's Healthcare over Mm -hmm. in Illinois doing hospital births, 24-hour call shifts, um, and doing private practice basically, um, saw a wide range of patients, had a lot of patients who wanted 39 week inductions and epidurals and had a few patients who wanted natural births with a midwife. Um, after that, I worked at first breath birth and wellness over in Missouri and did home births and birth center births. Awesome. And then, yeah. And currently I am working at um, Mercy Hospital in St. Louis in OB triage and on their labor and delivery unit. So kind of all over the place. And what's your newest adventure? So my newest adventure is that I am starting my own home birth practice over in Illinois. So that's excited. Yeah. I'm so excited because I live in Illinois. And so I live in the area that Maggie's going to practice in and we really need more options over here. Like yeah, really badly. Excited to, be, excited to be part of the answer for having more options for women. So yeah, that's going to be so awesome. I can't wait. Um, and I know that there are some mamas over here that are just going to be thrilled that they, that they have that option. Um, so, okay. So you are a certified nurse midwife, but there are yep. different types of midwives, right? There are, there are different, um, kind of career paths as midwives. It kind of comes down to what your background is. So certified nurse midwives have to have been nurses first, and then okay. they get their master's degree. And then, um, you have, um, CPMs and they, you know, a lot so of they're times certified they professional midwives, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So a lot of times they have birth work experience before, like they were lactation consultants or um, doulas or just kind of grew up in the culture of being a CPM, you know, like with their family, Mm -hmm. um, or they just have friends and were interested in it. And Mm -hmm. they, some sort of training program, I don't know, you know, honestly, all the specifics of their backgrounds, but I know um, that they really specialize in kind of the out of hospital birth. So right. Right. Yes. And they do have, um, they, they are required to do certain trainings and like you, I don't know all the specifics, but I know there's schools that cater to it. Um, yeah. and then there's 
just certified midwives, which I know are somehow different, but I don't really, yeah. I, that's another training. And then there's lay midwives too, which aren't really legal anywhere in our area, but some areas kind yeah. of do it, but it's, they don't necessarily have any formal training, right? Like yep. it's, it's hands-on experience. It, you know, a lot of, um, that's what midwives used to be. Like yep. it kind a of goes back years to your ago. original granny midwives. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. That term's good. Um, okay. So, so, but you're a nurse midwife. So you were a nurse first and now you're a midwife and our area is really lucky to have you. Um, and you've worked in all three types of settings. So let's backpedal for a second. Nurse midwives are the only ones who work in hospitals, right? Yeah. Yep. So sometimes that's like what you're doing OB triage, or you're kind of also overseeing people on labor and delivery a little bit, or like helping. Exactly. So nurse midwives have a collaboration usually with an OB and a lot of times people um, respond better to the term. Like if we called ourselves like OB nurse practitioners, essentially, because we have the same training as a nurse practitioner in different fields. And we work closely with um, physicians and, you know, all that. And so that's why a lot of people, you know, it's less confusing. It's like, we're the ones who are kind of more like nurse practitioners mm. versus other midwives. Okay. 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 That kind of makes sense. So, and actually I meant to ask this already, but I totally jumped around on my sheet. Um, what is a midwife? Yeah. So a midwife is, um, another option for women, for a provider who cares for women across the lifespan. So starting at Menarche, which is your very first period, you can go see a midwife for well woman exams for, um, you know, problem visits like vaginitis, yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, STDs, all those things. Um, birth control, contraception, you know, you can see, um, midwives for IUD insertions, for breast exams, all those things. And then the more obvious, what people actually know that you can go to midwives for is the prenatal care, postpartum Uh care and for the birth. So, okay. And how, I mean, in general, so how are midwives different from maybe like an OBGYN or a doctor of obstetrics? Yeah. So midwives, you know, it's kind of changing a little bit these days. I feel like some OBs are getting more on board with current times, but um, midwives seem to be more naturally minded as a whole. So Uh we kind of look at the more holistic person ways that we can help um, the healthy mom and keep mom healthy, keep baby Mm -hmm. healthy and help that whole process instead of just treating the problem. We know that birth and labor and, um, pregnancy is a normal physiologic process and not that's an kind emergency. Of a, yes. That or is the key point. This <laughs> is all normal. It is fine. And we're going to treat it as such. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Um, and one of the things, um, my very first podcast podcast, we talked about physiological birth and I feel like midwives are really the prime authority on physiological birth versus most OBs or doctors of obstetrics. Do you agree? I would agree with that. So, okay, cool. So I got really lucky. Um, I just, the first care provider I ever went to as a teenager was a midwife. I didn't even know what a midwife was at the time. Um, and then when I had my first baby at 21, I just stuck with her and happened to have a midwife and I got really lucky and it was really amazing. Um, and she was so supportive 
And I had a natural birth, I think because I had a midwife. Yeah. Um, and I can only imagine at 21 and being a doula and, and helping some young moms, how my experience would have differed had I not gotten lucky and had a midwife, had I had an OBGYN instead. Yeah. It's amazing oh. the difference of, you know, what people don't even know because they haven't encountered any experiences with midwives. Yeah. Um, it's like they don't know what they're missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so then with all of that being said and establishing that midwives are awesome, um, you have worked in all three basic settings that a midwife could work I, in. Yeah, I have. So why don't you, I don't know, talk to me a little bit about maybe the differences of a hospital birth versus a birth center versus a home birth or, um, some stories or something. I don't know. Tell me something. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So um, they definitely all have their time in place. So that's important to establish in the first place is that um, even though I'm, you know, going down the path of doing home births, I know and I appreciate that hospitals are there and that they have their time in place for the appropriate patient. And so do um, home births, you know, so there are are statistically safe for all healthy pregnancies, right? Yes. But yep. like you said, there's a time and a place for a hospital. Maybe if the pregnancy is not as healthy as it hopefully would be. Yep, exactly. Okay. So, um, yeah, so there's definitely pros and cons both ways. So hospital births, you know, you can only really be induced if you're going to go to the hospital. So if you're a person who is planning on a 39 week induction, the whole natural process isn't really appealing to you. You're totally Uh fine with Pitocin and all the things to get labor going and you just want to be done with your pregnancy. That's kind of where a hospital comes in. Yeah. Um, Or if you're someone who has a lot of risk factors, you have gestational diabetes that require medication like insulin or you're preeclamptic, you know, there's definitely risk factors where a hospital is a good place. That does not mean that you can't have a midwife within a hospital. Yes. So a lot of hospitals around in the area now have midwives that you can go to that collaborate closely with OBs Mm -hmm. and they can help get you the natural birth that you're desiring. Yes. My first, my first two births were with a midwife in a hospital. So, although I would say the second one was a little bit more like a birth center birth, just the way it was set up, but okay. So yeah, it's possible. Keep going. So even if you um, are on Pitocin and need induced for some reason, some um, health concern or some, you know, medical reason for induction, Mm -hmm. you still can have a midwife who takes care of you and you still can have a natural birth too. Just because you have Pitocin doesn't mean that you need an epidural. Right. Um, Of course, that is your choice. You know, some people choose an epidural and that's totally fine too. Um, so that's kind of the hospital setting. Mm-hmm. So, and then when we go to the birth center setting, I feel like it's kind of a happy medium between both worlds. Yeah. You, um, there's not anesthesiology there. So you don't have the option of an epidural. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll get calls at the birth center and people would like to deliver at the birth center, but they also want to know about their epidural. So that's important to know first off the bat that an epidural is off the table. Right. You can only get an epidural within a hospital. Well, but, and that makes sense because there are a yes. whole bunch of things that could potentially happen. If you have an epidural, you want to be in a hospital for that. Yep. You don't want to do that outside of a hospital. Exactly. Nope. We only want those in a hospital. Um, birth center births though, um, usually have nitrous oxide, yes, which, which is, is awesome. Yes. It's, you know, 
a lot of people expect it to take all the pain away. It's not really that, but it's more of a relaxant. So it takes yeah. away the anxiety, the panic yes. that comes along with every contraction. It helps you be, breathe through and cope better. Mm -hmm. So that is really helpful, but it's a big bulky machine that we can't really take to home births. So right. yeah. And you need to hook up the oxygen or whatever, right? It has to be hooked up. Yep. Somehow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's the biggest, you know, one of the biggest differences is if you want your nitrous oxide, you need to be at the birth center. And if you don't um, want to clean up the mess when you're done, yes, yes. <laughs> you have to be at the birth center, not in your own home. <laughs> yes. And then we other, you know, we also have patients who love being at the birth center because that exact reason, like they don't have any mess cleanup. They don't have to feel like they're tidying up their house because they're having guests in their house. That would be me. Like if I was having a home birth, I would feel like I would need to be cleaning while I'm in labor because I know the midwife's coming over, which uh, as a midwife, I really could care less what your house right. looks like, honestly. Right. So yeah. do not clean for us coming over for a home birth, <laughs> but that's just how I would feel. Um, the other thing is that you can bring kids to the birth center, but some people like to use it as an excuse to not bring their kids. So okay. they like their family to be involved in taking care of their kids. They like just for them to come to the birth center and have a nice cozy environment that feels mm -hmm. very home-like, but they don't want to be at home because they don't want to feel like they have to do childcare while they're trying to have a baby. Yeah. They want less distraction. Yeah. Totally yeah. makes so sense. Totally makes sense. So the birth center is, you know, a nice homey environment and gives you that home setting without being in a home. So that's kind of nice. Well, and some birth centers, like the one you used to work at, are freestanding. They're not yes. in a hospital, but then there yep. are some birth centers that are within a hospital, but maybe like, yep. like um, on a different floor than labor and birth is usually done. And it's yep. set up more homey too. Yep. And some people like being in the hospital, but still getting that homey feel. Yes. So it's definitely a nice little safety net that you have there just in case of an emergency, you know, freestanding birth centers, there is a requirement that they have to be within so many miles of a hospital for yeah. emergency transfer. Um, so that's kind of nice, but it's, you know, it's still different than being within a hospital and knowing that you just have to take an elevator ride up if there right. is something going instead yeah. of getting in a car. Well, and then there's a bunch of rules and stuff that we won't go into with being in a hospital versus freestanding. And we'll yeah. probably talk more about that in a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, and then you have your home births. So uh -huh. the nice thing about home births is that you're in your own environment. People yeah. seem to progress faster because they are relaxed. They're doing their own thing. They're comfy, cozy. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite part of a home birth is when baby's out and baby's on mom's chest and you just get to tuck them right into bed and everyone just yeah. like snuggles and falls asleep. And you're like, okay, everything looks good here. See you later. It's perfect. And, and that's what my third was a home birth. And um, that it was amazing to just yeah. be able to go from, I was in the tub and, mm -hmm. you know, I hung out and actually my birth progressed so fast, um, that my midwife did not make it, um, which was fine, which was fine. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I mean, I'm a doula. I've been to 50 birds. I know how to do this. Um, yeah. and, but it was so nice to just not feel rushed and to feel yeah. comforted. And then I got out of the tub, everyone helped me out and I went straight to my bed with my baby and, and everybody had, you know, laid out uh, pads and stuff. So I didn't mess up the bed yeah. and I just got to sit there with my baby and cuddle and everyone else just yeah. kind of catered to that. And that was, that was amazing. 
Yeah, it's so awesome. It's I feel like, you know, you can't really beat the bonding between a mom and a baby at a home birth in their own home in their own bed. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah, that's that's gotta be my favorite part too, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, go ahead. So the other thing is, you know, definitely as a midwife, you kind of have to get more creative at a home birth or at a birth center birth, because these babies like to come out wherever they're mm-hmm. not, in, you know, the typical hospital lithotomy position or Which is in, good, really. <laughs> yes, it is good. So, um, that part is always fun and adventurous and figuring out, you know, sometimes like we don't have giant lights over the head to do repairs. So we use like headlamps sometimes or a flashlight, but we still bring all the things. So in all three settings, you still have an emergency medication for like postpartum hemorrhage. If that right. happens, you still have oxygen for mom and baby. If you need it, uh-huh. you still have um, lidocaine and suture kits for repairs. That's probably the biggest question I get is like, oh my gosh, how are you going to be able to do any repairs or any emergency situations mm-hmm. in that home? And I'm like, because I still bring a home birth bag. I still right. have all my stuff. Like, how do you clamp the cord? Well, because I have a delivery with a cord clamp and scissors. Yeah. It's not like you just walk in with any person off the street and like, Hey, will you be my wife? Like, come on. You're trained for this. You're prepared for this. Yep. So that's kind of important to know too, is, you know, there's definitely special training going on to have safe home births and birth center births too. Yeah. Yeah. And then even, I mean, even within all of those, um, settings and types of midwives that we've talked about, um, you're still also different and unique. And so no yeah. matter what mamas out there are wanting, you know, they, they can't just look at, you know, what we've talked about, the type of midwife and the location, you have to meet the midwife, connect with yep. the midwife. Right. And I feel like connecting with a midwife at a birth center at home or at home, um, can be a little easier because mm-hmm. there's less going on and, you know, the midwife is a little more focused on just you. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't have an awesome hospital birth either yeah. with the midwife. Yep. You know, I, I do see as a doula midwives versus, um, certain OBs and such, even in a hospital birth, the midwives are more attentive. Um, mm-hmm. they come in, they check in more often. I don't know. And that's not to say that all OBGYNs or, you know, other doctors are uninterested but just in general, yep. midwives are more connected to their patients. Yeah, I think that's definitely, um, that can be true. It just, it depends. I think some of that stems from the fact that especially CNMs were nurses first. And to mm-hmm. be a nurse, you, know, you have a lot of that compassion and caring heart and you're really people, you know, you're a yeah, people person. That's a good point. Um, there's just a lot of that background. And so bringing that forward as a midwife, you've been there, you've done it, you've held the hand with the mom. And even in a hospital setting, you know, you've done the job usually of a labor and delivery nurse. And so you've been the person changing her pad and getting Mm -hmm. her water and doing all those things. And so it's not weird to fall back into that role and as a midwife and help do those things too. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, and so midwives are amazing. We've made that pretty clear. And really the only things that a midwife can't do that an OBGYN can do is like surgery, right? Like the cesarean itself, which, you know, and also to touch on. So, so yes, let me finish that thought. Midwives can't do the cesarean. 
But we find that really statistically, people who have midwifery care in the countries that really utilize midwifery care have lower rates of cesarean anyway. Yeah. So having a midwife, in a sense, makes the cesareans less likely most Mm -hmm. of the time. Not always. There are some midwives who we won't get into that, but (laughs) statistically speaking, midwives are really good for you. (laughs) So mamas out there, if you are pregnant and, and no matter really where you are in your pregnancy, um, if you're not happy with your care, or if you're interested in a midwife, um, go find one. And I say, I think I've said in every podcast I've recorded so far, if you don't know how to find one, Go to doulamatch.net, reach out to the local doulas in your area and ask them for advice because we're all happy to help. Even if you don't hire a doula, like I've, I've referred people to Maggie before I've referred people to doula or um, midwives all over um, and really look into your options. And then doulas or other care providers, if you're listening, um, you can know your options in the area too. Maybe you're a chiropractor or um, like I said, doulas, you can, you need to know who to refer your clients to. And I think Maggie and I have um, talked a lot about the benefits of midwives and how they're a really yep. great referral. Doulas too, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to add before we're done? I don't. I think it's important just to you know know that there are more options out there if you're not happy with your care and important to seek those out. So I know Rachel would be happy to refer you to anyone, even if you, you know, I have a list of my midwife friends who deliver in hospitals. So if you're wanting a hospital birth, you can still reach out and we can hook you up with a midwife who does a fantastic job in a hospital. Yeah. And, um, just one more thing to touch on. I think that midwives as a whole, I doulas do this. We have a doula community in our area and I think midwives do that too. It's a community. It's not a competition. So like you said, if you want a midwife, but home birth isn't, you know, your thing, then people can still reach out to you, Maggie, and you'll refer them to someone in a hospital. Yeah, exactly. There's no hard feelings. Love to see you. (laughs) Yeah. And there's no hard feelings. So, okay. That all sounds really awesome. And I'm really excited that we got to chat with you today. I really appreciate you taking the time. And maybe down the road, if I do a midwife series, I'll have you back on. We'll see. Sounds good. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to this podcast and head over to my site, thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out my blog, shop, email list, and YouTube channel. Thanks. Hi, Rachel Manns again. If you want to learn more, please subscribe to and rate this podcast and head over to thenaturalbirthsite.com to check out our online natural birth education course, birth story blog, YouTube channel, and more.